0: Hey, everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft and Blacks in Bitcoin, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black and loving Bitcoin. And it is my distinct pleasure. We've been circling for a while to get this guest on the pod. So glad she's here. It's her first time on the on our pod. She's an accomplished journalist, Lately specialized in the tech field. We'll get into her history in a second. She's the moderator of my panel at Black Enterprise Entrepreneurs Summit this week in Charlotte, North Carolina. Show alert. <laughs> She's the <laughs> digital manager for Black Enterprise magazine. And let me know if I got this wrong. And her name is either Samara or Samara Lynn. Welcome, Samara. It's a different prefer- part of the country you come from. <laughs> I say Samara though. <laughs> you know what? I like Samara. Let's go with Samara. Well, welcome, Samara. Thanks for, for coming on. Really appreciate having you out of your busy schedule. We know it's going to be a hectic week for you because, shoot, I mean, this Entrepreneur Summit kicks off in two days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We have some of our staff down there now, but thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And I love talking about Bitcoin. And actually, I learned most about it from you.
0: So oh, okay. it's really cool. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, and and a question I always like to ask my first timers is uh, what I like to call the brown sugar question. When did you first fall in love with Bitcoin or crypto?
1: Um, you know, I started thinking. Well, I, 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 the thing was, I started um, learning about blockchain technology, okay. and then from out from that came Bitcoin, and we decided to do a feature in the magazine, and that's when I reached out to you and. Sorry, I got a dog barking. You really taught me about, you know, the culture and about the technology. uh, I I really knew nothing about
0: it. mm. And I I uh, did give you like, what was like $5 of the Bitcoin back then or whatever. How's that doing?
1: Which Uh, I can no longer find Coinbase. I don't know what's going on with them. But uh, yeah, and I mean, just, just to be able to see the transaction and how to, you know, make a digital wallet and all that. I didn't really know anything about that. So, you know, thank you for introducing me to that.
0: Oh, excellent. Well, so since we kind of got you started on your journey, what, what's what been some of the most interesting things you found out about either crypto or the crypto community?
1: Well, I think the most interesting thing for me was that I only knew about Bitcoin. I didn't know that there were all these other types of cryptocurrency out there. There's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Ethereum. And I know I followed John McAvee. I know he has his own <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, have
0: you <laughs> yeah, seen the documentary? That documentary is wild, girl. Wild.
1: Yes, I did. I've actually interviewed his wife, so oh, that's okay. a whole other thing. But um, I know that there's these all the other other cryptocurrency um, exchanges, and um, I also what's really intriguing me is how people are using our cryptocurrency to fund their businesses, especially minority businesses, which can't get traditional funding.
0: Right here, right here. Yeah, yes, exactly. yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. You know. Yeah, and and so you know what? I could add another question for you, but that actually brings us into uh, into an interesting area. So, have you found uh, in your in your crypto, you know, uh, online travels, have you found that a lot of of uh, traditionally underrepresented uh, communities or entrepreneurs are turning more to to IC? Are they are they doing like ICO? Like how? I guess how are the how are you finding people? How are you finding businesses that are financing their companies through crypto is it like is it ICO type stuff is or is it airdrops is it uh, and, and and stop me if I'm getting like too technical because because <clears throat> not everyone spends like all day every day in crypto like I am but are, are you finding that, that a lot of um, uh, small business entrepreneurs especially you know black folks are turning to to using crypto as a way to to if not fund their business at least to market it
1: well, I'll tell you what solidified for me is um, there's a there's an entrepreneur and you know you're gonna be in the panel with him Brian Brick, Br- 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 Oh, he's yeah, the um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah founder of Karos, which is like a facial recognition technology. He's a stand up brother. He's for real. You know, he's got a solid business. And when he went to the ICO um, funding model, I'm like, this is the real deal. Because Brian knows, you know, knows his, you know, SHIT. I don't know if I can curse. But yes, he knows yes, his, yes, yes. He knows we're all guilty.
0: here. He knows his yeah.
1: shit. Yeah. And um, when, when he did that, I said, okay, well, if Brian is tapping into this, this is something for real. And I first I was skeptical about it. I'm like, how can people just, you know, put their money and their finances into this digital currency? But no, it's a real thing. And it is absolutely could be a sea change for black businesses and for funding and i'm so i so believe in this technology for us
0: wow. you know and i love hearing someone else outside of myself evangelize this um i'm when was i think we when was our interview like a year ago two years ago yeah, maybe yeah. but i mean i've yeah. been in the wilderness for a while Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I started you are, you are you're
1: a pioneer yeah. I, I, I have yeah. much respect for you because you're a pioneer in this
0: Well, semi-early adopter, I mean, I kind of lay out my my little story on blacksandbitcoin.com, but basically I first heard about it, you know, when I saw like an episode of of The Good Wife and I just thought they kind of made it up. So I didn't really pay attention to it. So this is like 2012. And then like around 2013, and when I was working for Upworthy, it all really kind of made sense. So I'm just really excited to see that. And then I started blacksandbitcoin.com in 2014, just to try to get more of our people in here, because one thing I really, believe do believe that we have a, and this this is like my tagline. You'll hear it all weekend when I'm out there. But we have a once in a generation chance to create generational wealth. I really believe that. I agree so with very, you. I'm very it's excited to see you and Black Enterprise, you know, a magazine. I've always held in in you know, uh, large esteem throughout my uh, uh, my upbringing. I'm really excited to see you guys actually giving a little spotlight to Bitcoin. All right, have you? What's been the response? I guess to um, to potential. Uh, convention goers, conventioneers about this panel. Have you heard anything on the streets?
1: Yeah, people are really excited. And I think people are surprised that we're taking on this um, topic. Um, You know, the the standard thing when you hear about black enterprises, oh yeah, my grandpa had that as his magazine. (laughs) Everybody says that, but actually it's a really a new black enterprise. Um, We're very tech focused. Mm. Um, We spotlight some of the most up and coming uh, tech entrepreneurs of color that no one else has. And Bitcoin is a big part of that. And the funding, the ICOs, that's a big part of that. So, you know, we are, we are adapting to this new, the new technology and some of the new topics in our community. And people are really excited about this panel. Uh, They want to know more. They want to know about investing. They want to know how they can get, you know, involved in this.
0: Can we fit it all in an hour? Like, will it be like, you know, hard, like a hard stop at like 115 Eastern? Or yeah, live?
1: they're going to try to make us fit it all in an hour as much as I would like to go over. But the great thing is we, we have a lot of networking opportunities so that people there can, you know, speak to you and the other experts on the panel and, you know, can, you know, meet you. and It's just a very organic, wonderful event
0: yes charlotte i'll be around answering all your burning crypto questions also still available for funding holla at your boy cubes holla at your boy byron allen i know someone who knows you let's get to make this happen you and me baby all right anyways
1: Byron allen there mark cuban so it's a good chance to make brush up your pitch pitch skills
0: Man, yes, uh, yeah. Um, let me bring some extra business cards. Uh, yeah, so real quick, what? So give us, give us the load on Your background, like, uh, how did you even get to where you are now? And 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 yeah, just give us a little. Give us the the Samara Lynn.
1: You know, I was born a nerd, so I, I love tech. I love comics. I love sci-fi. I love all that stuff. Yeah, and once I did that, I became a, an IT person. I worked with computers for years. Then I got an opportunity to uh, write about computers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I don't have to fix anything. I just write about it. And I worked for PC Magazine, which is another legacy brand. Um, I worked there for like half a decade. And then came to Black Enterprise. And you know, the fact that I can infuse tech with doing things that support our community is a dream come
0: true. Oh, wow, excellent. And it sounds like you're a native New Yorker, perhaps? Can
1: you tell by my
0: accent? <laughs> hey hey although i don't sound like it i really don't claim it i'm seattle all day every day you know I'm, I'm a son of the 206 we say i was born in new york most of my family's in new york so i can appreciate okay. a good a you good go. tri accent
1: <laughs> you can hear it
0: <laughs> so so aside from like uh, icos and, and businesses so what what do you see as like the future of crypto generally and then maybe even specifically what do you think is will be like the future of crypto for black people
1: you know, I really think it's going to be a way for alternative funding as far as, you know, minority businesses, um, as far as the future of cryptocurrency, I really think it's going to be something that we use day to day. I think you're going to be able to use it in the stores and the grocery stores to buy things in Amazon. Um, my, my only problem, my only issue is I, we have to address some security issues. You yes. know, there's been some incidents of hacking. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people like, you know, my dad, my aunties, they don't feel comfortable even making banking transactions online on an HTTPS site. How are you going to get them to go over to crypto? I don't know. But I do think if we can address the cybersecurity issues, it can really take off as a form of, you know, a, a free independent currency. Well,
0: and it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, I was, um, I think now, oh, wow, this is like three years ago now. I was uh, interviewed for an article in The Atlantic, a guy named, uh, I think his name, was his name Kyle? Kyle Coward, Kyle Howard, something like that. And he uh, and he was and he actually one of his questions kind of took me by surprise was basically like, you know, how you know, how can we what are the major obstacles for, for getting from getting you know African Americans into crypto? And I, you know, on spots kind of thought about it, and I, and there's been a history, a very well-established history of of you know bank fraud, redlining, just you know right. distrust, you know for, for institutional discrimination uh, with our community and and banks and I guess I, I guess what I, what I said or something to the effect that I said in the interview was that we're gonna that we a lot of us we believe in cash like we're real big cash savers and we just needed to figure out a way to show them that this is not only just the, the new cash, but it'll be even better than cash to an extent um, if you use certain cryptocurrencies. And just kind of getting our, wrapping some of our, I guess, our uh, our more established uh, citizens, our, our elders, uh, more in the mindset that this is, you know, not only just the way of the future, but the way of now. I think if there is a way, and, and I, I've been thinking a lot about how, and a lot of people do this too, like, you know, trying to, there are, people are always throwing out ways we can do like a, like some sort of black coin or black cryptocurrency, or whatever. And it's not necessarily even you know bad in and of itself, but um, but you always be trying to solve a problem. And I think the one thing that might get us into and tell me if you, if you think this is crazy or not, one thing that might get the African American community more into it is if we have if you have like a blockchain or in a cryptocurrency, but also you have like physical touch points where you can exchange cash directly, you know, for whatever. The oh yeah like a local bitcoins, but you know, more, you know, maybe uh, narrowly targeted. I think that might be, you know, the way to kind of get more of our skeptical people in there.
1: I so agree with you. I mean, in Brooklyn, they have these, the bodegas are having these ATM Bitcoin machines, Mm. which are bringing Bitcoin into underserved communities and people are seeing the value of them. And I think your point about redlining is fantastic because, you know, you have these banks and these institutions which have this, you know, inherent racism and yeah. you know these pre- preconceived notions about black people now you're taking this currency that's you know peer-to-peer that there's no state you know so there's a real opportunity to overcome or to just you know um you know sideline that racism that that inherent racism that's involved in so much of banking so yeah i, I agree with you 100 eduardo absolutely
0: well and it's funny because i mean even though even though Art is a lot of art is like fiction or whatever. And I, I've been watching this show. <laughs> I mentioned this in, the, in the, on the last podcast, which I'm sure you haven't heard, but I'd go on about the show. I'm watching this show on Sony's Crackle, which I know <laughs> is an industry joke, but no, they've, they've got like some good shows with it. I just found this out. Um, I have uh, it on my Roku. Yep. Oh, okay. So have, so have you heard of the show called Startup? I haven't,
1: but I will check it out now because I do have Crackle.
0: Yeah, so yeah, which no one uses. It. It's sad because it might be going the way of the dodo pretty soon. But it's they've got two seasons of the show. It's a really good show. It's about it's about um, uh, a Jewish guy, a uh, Cubana, and a Haitian dude, all from Miami, different parts of Miami, who kind of you know are form are formed together a little group, a startup to promote a brand new cryptocurrency, it's a Bitcoin-like cryptocurrency. They call it GenCoin, whatever. And the way they kind of get it started is cash peer-to-peer because the Haitian gangster, I mean, you know, he's an, I mean, you know, black people being gangster, whatever, but you know, Haiti's you know big part of Miami and right. um, little Haiti's big part of Miami. Hell, my ex-girlfriend from years ago is Haitian, little <laughs> Haiti. Um, and in anyways, um, he gets, he gets like people on the street level involved in this cryptocurrency on a cash, you know, on a point of sale type, point of sale type basis for wow. the, the, um, the wares they're prevailing, let's put it that that way. So I think I think we do have a really interesting opportunity here You usually see industries like, oh, I don't know, porn, <laughs> adult services, you know, be early right. adopters, things that are always kind of like on the, the fringe of acceptable society that are that are early adopters. But you know, once they kind of get get in, you know, you're, you're pretty straight. <laughs> what, uh, yeah, what other you, sectors? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, you were in poker, you know, you're you're in the, on the next scene for a while. Do you think there's a chance for Vegas and gambling for a cryptocurrency to make a play?
0: Well, so generally it's, it's been going on forever. As a matter of fact, um, one of the, oh wow, I'd love to look up the numbers too. So there's a guy named Eric Voorhees. He's uh, an early adopter. He ran a, a gambling site, straight up game called Satoshi Dice. I'm not, a, I mean, even though I'm a poker player, technically I don't consider myself a gambler because poker is a game of skill. That's a whole other discussion. But, Agreed. Um, Agreed. but uh, do you play poker, Samara? Uh, badly. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we can go go heads up. I can teach you a few tips to make you dominate your home game when we're in Charlotte. (laughs) Anyways, um, he, he had a site called Satoshi Dice and it was, I mean, it's the stupidest thing. So you press a button, they roll, you know, they go, go through a random number generator and based on the results, you win or you lose. This guy made like a lot of, and it was all cryptocurrencies like online. You had to buy Bitcoin to play or whatever. And people were just pissing away their, their digital dollars at the time. And I think back then, you know, Bitcoin was still really cheap. But he ended up selling it and I can't remember to whom he sold, it. but he sold it for at the time seemed like an ungodly sum of money. It was like $12 million in Bitcoin back oh in gosh. 2014. So that thing probably has him like half a billionaire by now. Just just those, that that what he made off that, and he's invested in other stuff. I think he might even, you know, I'm not gonna talk out of school, but that's, but he's invested in a lot of different cryptocurrency type stuff. So we've so gambling's been the forefront of this stuff. I actually yeah. used to work um, uh, with a, a nascent uh, poker site called Infinity Poker, and a guy out of Canada. He was trying to bring, um, you know, uh, Bitcoin based uh, poker to to the United States, and they just kind of ran out of money. But yeah, we've we've been on it for a while, and now with the recent Supreme Court ruling, it's gonna be interesting to see. This space get crowded with real competitors. I mean, as it is now, you can already go play on a lot of different sites on uh, with uh, cryptocurrency. but It'll be interesting to see legally how that changes the landscape. What do you th- What wow. do you think about about some of the the, the cutting edge sectors that might be diving headfirst into the cryptocurrency? What have you heard?
1: Uh, well, like you said, some of the more uh, on the on, on the fringe sectors, gambling, porn. Uh, but we're also seeing, like I, you know, I mentioned these businesses that can't get funding, you know, using it for crowdfunding for ICO. So I think it's going to be used as a big crowdfunding platform.
0: Do you think? Um, uh, do you think that there will be a a consistent? Um, well, actually, how many? I'm not even sure how many years you guys have had the Black Enterprise Entrepreneur Summit. But do you think that cryptocurrency will play an ongoing role, uh, like either like not either a panel or like a whole section of panels where you guys discuss cryptocurrency in the future?
1: Definitely, not even just an entrepreneur summit, but our Tech Connect Conference, which you know I, I hope you can be a part of too. Um, that we have, which is like the biggest. Conference of everyone in color in technology in Silicon Valley it comes together in October. We're moving it to San Francisco next year. Uh, we have it in Berlin game currently. But yeah, I think because we're, we're such a business and finance focus magazine mm-hmm. and because everything in media company because everything is turning to digital. Yes, it's going to be a huge focus for us.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, when I have an article on, my, on BlacksBitcoin.com, I think it's the, the most popular article where uh, basically it, it's, it says why you're not too late. It's never too late to get into Bitcoin. And one of my nice. main sticking points is that <clears throat> there is over $350 trillion, with a T. And this is another, this is another refrain you're going to hear all weekend long <laughs> from me. Uh, there's $350 trillion with a T of, of currency, at equities and assets and real estate globally, worldwide. And all of that is going to be put on a blockchain is gonna be digital wow. and so when you think about where the market is right now we're at like we're not even at half a trillion in, in cryptocurrency market i mean we i think we got up as high as like 750 billion you know total track cryptocurrencies but generally we're just starting out we got a long way to go and the earlier you get in the better i when people say oh bitcoin's too expensive i missed it i mean i i mean when i got in at 88 dollars at you know may 2013 i thought i'd missed it it was at fifty dollars just a couple months before it's we're just getting started
1: we're just yeah. getting
0: started. So that's why I'm really excited to see you guys giving us the time and offering a spotlight at the BE Entrepreneur Summit. Thank you. And speaking of Absolutely. hard chill mode, what are you looking forward to most outside of our panel, of course, at the Black Enterprise Entrepreneur Summit in Charlotte?
1: You know, the the thing with Inter- Entrepreneur Summit, uh, this will be my third one. I've been in Black Enterprise about almost three years now, and Black Enterprise has been around for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think what I most look forward to is educating our community about how you can start a business, you know, how you can get funding. Um, and, and, our, and our mantra is really financial education, you know, that you spoke about generational wealth. That is what Black Enterprise has always been about. Not about, you know, buying the expensive purchases or, you know, trying to front, like, but like really building a good foundation of wealth. And I am really looking forward to our panel because I think it's a great way, new way to introduce you know, African Americans, Black people around the world, how they can build that generational wealth, and it's it's just going to be an amazing panel.
0: Okay, so. excellent. And then, and, and then you no, 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 because you're moderating. We're just we're we're, we're the pips of your Gladys yes. Knight. We're the pips of your Gladys Knight. All right, uh, and. And real briefly, I mean, Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, I've been only once, maybe twice. Uh, anything about Charlotte you're looking forward to, to doing when you're yeah, out Yeah, they're just, a,
1: they're a real, like, uh, really down with, like, a supporting black business. Um, the mayor, little uh, black woman mayor, um, mm. they have the Chamber of Commerce. They're just an amazingly supportive city. So we, we couldn't have a better partner.
0: Yeah, and, and actually, there's, I think there's a woman who runs, like, an incubator out there, Sherelle, somebody, she has, yeah. like, a... Yeah, is she is she coming to Black Enterprise? I'd actually like know, to meet her. She
1: always comes to our summits. Um okay.
0: she probably should be there. And okay. yeah, she's a
1: phenomenal young woman. I think I do Sherelle Dorsey. Sherelle I believe do her. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And she's yeah, amazing. I, yeah, somehow yep. I got onto her, her email list, um, the yep. plug, and and you know, I think I gave yep. it like a week. And it's it's great. And then I found out that she's from Seattle. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I yeah, mean Sherelle's
1: one of our partners. So yeah, different, we is a supportive community, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 and because uh, I, I mean, it, it just it just hit me too. I mean, I've, I'm very I'm very compartmentalized. I can't think more than a couple days ahead. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm still not even in Charlotte mode yet. But I just heard me like, wow, Sherelle's gonna be out there. She might be there. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting here. And me personally, because it's been years since I've been to Charlotte, I'm looking forward to some good old-fashioned
1: Bojangles! (laughs) Right.
0: Those seasoned fries, girl. (laughs) I'm a simple man, simple taste. (laughs) Um, But but anything but uh we're gonna wrap it up because we know you're a very busy lady very busy week ahead of you um anything you want anything you have to to push anything you want to plug a new article you're working on or something or just something
1: no just just really want to encourage everybody in addition to your wonderful podcast to learn more about bitcoin just come to BlackEnterprise.com. you know we're all about the generational wealth and you know supporting black businesses and uh black professionals and you know, I, I just really want people to know this is not your grandfather's black enterprise. It's a new modernized digital black enterprise. So blackenterprise.com.
0: Damn straight. Damn skippy. And, and still a career goal one day to be on the cover. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. Days. Yeah. yeah it's, thank you. Yes, we will talk. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning into the Blacks and Bitcoin podcast. If you want to support the podcast, easiest way is to give it a five-star rating on iTunes or and share it with your friends share it on social media. Also, you can get yourself a Coinbase account. Hopefully, they won't lose it like they did with Samara Lins. But if you buy 10 dollars <laughs> of Bitcoin uh, or actually any uh, any cryptocurrency on Coinbase using my referral link, they'll give you an additional ten dollars, and I'll get ten dollars. So it's a win-win. Feel free to tip me on my blockchain wallet listed below. Visit our Blacks and Bitcoin store, where you can get a nice snazzy T-shirt of which I'm not wearing today because it's laundry day. But <laughs> we have great Blacks and Bitcoin swag for you on the site. Thanks once again, Smarlin. Looking forward to being on stage with you in what in four days' time, three days. Time. yep yep charlotte north carolina and everybody thanks for listening and if you love bitcoin hodl if you hear me peace <laughs>